Hello and welcome to tomorrow's Fishing Chip Paper, the podcast that looks back at some of the week's news you may otherwise have missed. My name's Paul and joining me this week is Matthew. Hi Paul. Maybe let's go to Africa to start and kick things off this week. Um, it's been announced that the King of Swaziland has uh, decided to change the name of the country to Eswatini. Is it West Swatini? No, it's not East Swatini. It's just East Swatini. Oh, as in, e- as in eBay. Oh, right. He's just put oh, an okay. E in front of Swatini. Oh, right. So it's now called East Swatini um, because he's sick of people keep getting his country confused with Switzerland. <laughs> um, so now, on, from now on, it's going to be known as the Kingdom of East Swatini. Um, the ruler is, is able to make the, the, the change because he is one of the world's last absolute monarchs who has complete control over the country's affairs. I don't have to say that, but I think... There's Messrs. Putin and uh, Xi Ping, whatever his name is, in China. You know, not necessarily monarchs, but they rule. Yeah. They, they rule the roofs, don't they? With an iron fist, yeah. With a bit of an iron fist. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Kim as well up in the north. And, uh, well, it's Pierce Donald Trump as well, in reality. Oh, well, he... Donald Trump gets over murder almost on a daily basis. If this, if the North Korean crisis is sorted out, I hope Trump doesn't take credit for all this and like, he goes down as. because he's yeah. also going to take credit for it. So yeah, anyway, that's the name of that name chain. There's much else to talk about there. It's um, effective immediately. And then there's just the news article then goes on to the... Uh, you got the full background into Swaziland, the history, the size of it. Um, it's, it's not very big, is it? It can't be. Uh, it's got a population about the size of Adelaide. Um, yeah, right. It's got the, it's the size, the geographical size is about the size of Sydney. Um, it's got a huge AIDS epidemic there. Yeah. Um, he looks like a nice, cheerful fella. This old, uh, it's not very old. the old king looks, looks, like like looks a bit like George Weah. You know the old, uh, yeah, old footballer, old African footballer. Yeah, yeah. He wears uh, full tribal gear as well. He's got mm, a bit of man boob going on there. Yeah, but yeah, it looks uh, it looks a cheerful chap, doesn't he? Anyway, uh, well, anyway. I've got um, more or less cheerful news from uh, Uganda. Their president's come out and. Um, He's warning people of, uh, well, against uh, oral sex. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Hopefully your wife hasn't read this story or not. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he said that, oh, really, the the outsiders, that's what he calls people generally who are... Foreigners. Yeah, foreigners. Outsiders. He does sound a bit like Trump, doesn't he? Yeah, engaging, uh, he said, outsider sexual practices such as oral sex. And... Um, he sort of linked it somehow to the gay community, and um, only the gays do are offended. Yeah, so let me take this opportunity to warn our people publicly about the wrong practices indulged in and promoted by some of the outsiders. The mouth, he said, he's gone on to say the mouth is for eating, not for sex. He said, well, and eating and drinking, I suppose. He didn't, didn't really say. Obviously, but maybe he meant that as well. I don't know if you get too too into it, but I'm talking and you know. Yeah, there are other uses yeah. for the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> We know it's that. not exclusively food or penis. <laughs> he said, we know the address of sex. We know where sex is. Uh, we know the address of sex? Yeah, I don't well, know. What's the other about that? I don't know. Like, like the website. He's got but... very broken English, I think. Yeah, he's, um, he says that um, he's obviously had a broader crackdown on sexual freedoms by the socially conservative evangelical leader. Um, he's... Yeah, he's obviously said about the... Is it in the Bible, then, that you can't do things like that? I'm not a big student of the Bible, but does... Thou shall not... Um... Thou shall not nosh off, thou, <laughs> yeah. thou kin. I don't know, we don't want to sort of offend any really religious people, really, but uh, I don't know. I wouldn't have thought there'd be anything specific in there. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> no blow jobs. Yeah, like do's and don'ts. Yeah. When uh, obviously the lot of the Catholic Church. Let's not go there. Yeah. I can see legal legal, <laughs> legal, legal proceedings coming our way. Obviously, he's got to get in it. It's against the uh, order of nature. Um, obviously, the, he, and he actually had a. He proposed a bill, which was. Uh, Yes, he wanted to kill gay people. He said um, he proposed legislation making same-sex activity punishable by death. But luckily it was toned down, and in 2013, um, you'd just have life in prison for aggravated homosexuality. <laughs> aggravated homosexuality. It's amazing, isn't it, really, that you could... Um, yeah, it's a, obviously a, well, it's a third-world country. Um, yeah, he's, he just can't... He, and he can't believe that like he calls gay Ugandans as uh, mercenaries and prostitutes, and he's he said I failed to understand that you can that you can fail to be attracted to all these beautiful women and be attracted to a man. He said there is something really wrong with you. He's just I don't know, it's very old school, isn't it? Really, um, it's old school. But then if you if you follow the Bible to the letter of the law, you know. Well, actually, then, I think I read some more. I don't know. There's some stuff that come out about that that actually I don't know if I think. Joseph or something, not no, no, he's not a disciple. Obviously, he's uh, one of the disciples. John or something says something like yeah, about a man should not sleep with another man. But I don't, I don't think uh, there's not, there's no not quotes in there. Said, no, there's no like Jesus didn't come out and say like lads, you know, don't stop sleeping with each other or anything. I, I, I don't think there's any direct quote saying in it, but you know, that shall not. I think it's only referenced once about not sleeping with. Well, men. I mean, Jesus didn't even know his own wife, did he? So, what was he up to? He had long hair. What, did they get married? I don't think they got oh, married, did they? They didn't get married and they didn't even have sex with her, did they? So, no, they were just friends. Virgin birth, so yeah. what was he doing? Yeah, I don't know. Question marks there. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but talking about, so, so that you were saying that uh, aggravated homosexuality should be a, a punishable crime. What happens if, it, if you turn homosexual accidentally? So this poor fella, Scott Purdy from Louth in Lincolnshire, in the UK, hmm. um, the other week, took some painkillers and they turned him gay. How many did he take? No, it was just a normal amount, a prescribed amount. So he had a go-karting accident um, and he was prescribed the painkiller um, pregabalin because um, he, he broke his foot. And, um, red-blooded male, just out yeah, of a weekend. A, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like his tattoos and stuff, you know, he's a real, real bloke, real man's man. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's, he's said that it it made him more open and not bothered what people think or say and he started having sexual feelings towards men right. um, he dumped his girlfriend because he realised he was actually into men um, he said I noticed my libido for women had gone and I was wanting male attention I was with a girlfriend I had been with for around six months I had never been interested in men um, but I'm very happy now. I want to keep on taking it because it makes me feel happy about being gay. What's that, taking the pills? He wants or? to keep kind of taking his pills, yeah. But surely... It's liberating. What, so... It, well, that doesn't make sense. What, surely if he's turned gay, that's it now. But what, he has to keep... Well, like, I think he's worried that if he stops taking like it... Like steroids, he'll, he'll, he'll go back. He'll go back, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. That doesn't make sense, does it? Incredible, isn't it? I had been taking it for a few weeks and I've come to the realisation that when I take it, I want men. (laughs) (laughs) It did come as a shock to people. I posted this on Facebook. I didn't tell them the reason why, but I just said to them, I'm open, I'm gay. Um, So yeah, I'd been taking codeine 
Um, but that was uh, he was still straight while he was on codeine. It was only when he switched to this other one that he turned him gay. Um, Scott is currently unemployed and lives with his housemate in Louth, Lincolnshire. Um, and it's interesting that the the maker of the uh, the drug Pfizer, from the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer, have uh, have come out and um, and basically denied that it can uh, it can make you gay. Well, they've done tests on it, haven't they? They've done, uh, yeah, tests. But uh, would that be, in, in the test, would they? Don't get me wrong, though. Yeah. Can you imagine how much that would be worth? If, they, if there was a pill out there that could change people's sexual orientations, how much that would be worth? Yeah. Oh, I thought well, so. going to be using that? Well, you'd probably vote from uh, Uganda. You'd be describing oh, that left, right and centre, wouldn't it? Changing it back, yeah, but... Oh. Military. I remember watching this documentary a few years ago on uh, the American military, and it was it was wrong. They were revealing like these secrets from the military, you know, things where they get declassified after so long. Mm. And one of the things the American military were working on during the Cold War was a, a drug, or like basically like a nerve gas, um, that they could spray on opposition, and it turned them instantly gay. <laughs> so they'd like, just be bombing each other. So yeah, <laughs> like it, it would it would not necessarily instantly gay, but it would make them like it would be an overwhelming sexual urge they would get. So they'd, they'd consume this. Oh, right, this right. gas and they would just have to have sex with the nearest thing so they would yeah in the trenches yeah I was going to say yeah getting it because on. surely if it, it was just that they would turn them gay like that's you know they, surely the sergeants would be going lads you know <laughs> we've got we've got a job to do here well that's what they would yeah. Cause just because they would obviously all be men so they would have to have sex with them yeah well that makes more sense that it, it makes it so they have to have sex as opposed to just they want to then have sex <laughs> with men, men. <laughs> yeah so like well obviously they weren't on this truck were they which they yeah. would have been uh, but there's been another twist to this tale during the week so um, poor old Scott there has come out and said that it was this and the, 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 the drug that turned him gay but his father Nigel 57 also from Louth Lincolnshire has actually gone to the press and said uh, he doesn't believe that this is true um, he says that he's always had his doubts about his son <laughs> um, and he just always assumed he was gay Right. Uh, I don't know why he's waited all this time to come out. His whole life has been a lie. Um, we're pretty sure he's previously had sexual relations with men. Um, and his stepmother as well and come out and said that the drug, it wasn't anything to do with the drug. They just reckon he's a... Uh, he's on the He's been doing all, He's been on everywhere. He's been on This Morning. He's been on all the big TV shows in England. Yeah, so... He can make money from well, I suppose he's made money from the... Well, he's already made loads, hasn't he? Sold his... Uh, it's all this story left, right and centre. Looks like the parents getting in there uh, mm. as well. Maybe we're doing the sort of nightclubs and stuff and waving and that sort of stuff and doing the appearances now. The man who's uh, been turned gay by. But he's already been found out now if his dad's come out. Oh, his dad's come out and said he's... Sounds like he pretty much caught him... Uh, it's going very awkward at Christmas, isn't it? Christmas Day lunch now. Not being judgmental, but looking at him as well, it's, I don't think it's a huge surprise. I think I'm on the parents' side here. No. don't know, why would the... I don't know why the dad would come out and say that, though, unless he hated his... You know. stitched his son on yeah and I suspect his dad's also sold his story isn't he yeah he's sold that's, that's the mail online the, the, the Daily Mail no he's just so the Daily him. Mail will have said no oh, I'll give you 500 quid for a yeah well it seems like massive news over there it is anyway moving on from that alright well I've got this chocolate because um, it's oh, oh, you know we're always looking for business ideas not you know uh, how can we make the next um, the next book um, well in Canada there's a a Canadian chocolate company, um, which is it's gone viral because their uh, protein bars called Shite Pro- Premium Protein Chocolate um, 
Yeah, it's going going gangbusters over there. So why would you do that? Why would you call your product shite? Well, just to get attention. It's worked, I guess, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, so everyone's loving it over there. It's now being sold in the UK. Uh, they, they actually make the bars from, so ironically, they, they make the, bar, uh, the bars from the finest quality cocoa, sourced only from the Amazon rainforest. Um, you on their payroll as well. Yeah. <laughs> and they, <laughs> They've got to have not they? Yeah, that, well, they're pretty brilliant. And then um, they pair that with um, micro-filtered and grass-fed whey protein, isolated, sourced from New Zealand. So the cost of getting these ingredients for these shite bars are incredible. But Twitter's loving it. Obviously, there'll be hundreds of uh, Twitter followers listening to this podcast right now, which oh, would be, be brilliant. Be right? getting straight onto the shite website now, aren't they? Yeah, Following so we're... Some shite. We could almost get some balls in, hopefully, if, they, if the shite guys... Yeah, if the good uh, people of shite are listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, someone on Twitter said, so there's a Canadian chocolate company called Shite Chocolate, and they're telling people to eat shite. As a Scotsman, this brings me great joy to read. Um, yeah, so if the shite people are, are listening, um, I'll take a few of these balls and... Um, yeah, so you're listening to the fishy part of what, I don't know what we call it. I don't know our own name of our show. Tomorrow's Fish and Chip Paper... In association with shite. Yeah. Yeah. Get you, yeah. Another one, another fan said, Howling. There's a protein chocolate brand in Canada called Shite Chocolate, and their motto is, Eat Shite. My well, hashtag, Eat Shite. Best thing I've ever seen. Is it? That's not that good, is it? No, really it's, honest, it's not that much. It's a throwaway. Yeah. It's not that much thought, but if you're going to. It's too big in Scotland, though, isn't it? They do say shite in Scotland an awful lot. That's. All right. That's how they say shit, really. So it is literally like. Yeah. Well, there's this other sort of novelty uh, brand or product I found out there where uh, this week's a mum's fury after shop sells penis-shaped sweets to young daughters aged 7 and 12. Obviously, the daughter's there and the mum. Just to confirm that they are young children. Yeah, well, one, only one daughter got in the photo. I don't know whether the 12-year-old, that's a 7-year-old. So yeah, I don't know the 12-year-old. 12-year-old probably looked a bit old enough, so it wasn't making the point enough. 12, you're probably old enough to... Uh, Look at a penis-shaped sweet, aren't you? Yeah, but the the shop was in Portsmouth, and it's called Laugh Out Loud. LOL, there it is there. Right, and uh, so it's, it's got like funny food. Yeah, it? well, it's basically got like kid. That's a problem though, because that was the problem with the business model. Is they've got sort of they've got loads of kids and family-friendly stuff, but then it's not cordoned off, and they've, you know they've obviously got the adult stuff there. So they've got some Karma Sutra playing cards as well, and you know it's all just novelty. Yeah novelty ideas and uh, great gift ideas and I think it's a brilliant shop but your kind of shop is Karma Sutra playing cards and penis shaped sweets well it's a good idea for a gift isn't it but oh yeah that's a bit graphic isn't it that I don't know I mean they're quite detailed penises as well aren't they they're not just yeah I don't know some poor person in China has been uh, grafting one of those out yeah hand carved got the full got the balls in there we've got the yeah. All the detail. To be honest, they're not the best. Yeah. They've, again, they've probably, it's a bit like the shite chocolate, isn't it? It's that, you know, they've just thought, what could, we've got, you know, we could do some, the brainstorming there would have been, what what can we do? Well, we've got some normal mollocks, can we yeah. make I've, a sweet? I've Cadbury's done cherry flavoured penises before. Yeah. No. Right, no. get them to market. Well, it looks like there are obviously a number of different flavours. If that's cherry, I don't know what, what are the, Flavors are out there. But what would be your favourite flavour? Um, I don't know. It'd be a bit weird though, wouldn't it? I don't think I could. Don't think I'd want it. One of those, not no <laughs> mints, are they? Pop one of these painkillers <laughs> first, and then you'd love one of them. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, so that's that's in Portsmouth. Anyone from Portsmouth are listening? As we know, we've got a lot of fans all around. Yeah, anyone from Portsmouth are listening and you fancy a cherry-flavoured... Uh, Knob. Penis sweet, sweet, yeah. Well, actually, they don't sell them anymore because they've removed them from the, show, the shelves. Um, they've said it as a result. They've... Um, yeah, they've, they've, just, they've just taken them off the shelves. Instead of, you know, instead of sort of calling them off and um, just selling them to adults, they've just said, oh, well, you know, it was a busy time. I accidentally sold them to some kids. So, yeah, we'll just uh, just not sell them anymore, which I think was a bit of a poor business idea, really. Oh, that's made, you know, that's made the national press. Mm. You know, if anyone wants a, a sweet like that, a novelty sweet like that, they'll be go- they could have gone down there, couldn't they? But I guess the shop has got... This attention, this the shop. The shop don't care about the sweet, do they? Everyone knows that it's uh, LOL in Portsmouth. Yeah, I suppose. They're yeah. the big winners out of this. Yeah. Um, so let's carry on our little tour of the UK. So we've done the African news, so we might as well finish off the UK news for the week. Yeah. And um, the headline, the big headline this week in the Huddersfield Daily Examiner was, Is this the oldest winter coat in Huddersfield? Yep, front page news this. Really? Yeah, Molly James, 102. Bought the stylish Ganex coat more than 50 years ago, and she still wears it. That's amazing. So it's pretty good. She's 102, this woman. Um, she's looking pretty good on that as well, you know. 102. Um, but yeah, as it says there, she bought a coat 50-odd years ago. Still wears it. Um, the, the coat was made in the f- in 1915, during the First World War. Um, it actually looks a bit like that one. You know, that one that John Motson used to wear, that sheepskin coat. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, got that kind of feel to it. Um, he's still alive or is he dying he's still alive still very strong right. doesn't do a live commentary anymore but he's still uh, chips is it in. cheap or something has he got real well I think there's a bit of there's an element of Trigger's broom about this because it's supposed to be the same coat but it's been relined it's been re-stitched and re-stuffed oh it's like Trigger's so it's these Trigger's broom yeah yeah so huh. yeah, I don't want to uh, piss on your parade uh, Patricia but it's actually a, a new coat. It look, yeah. Yeah. I'm well, not, not 50 year old, but it's got the. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so just it's more the fact that that was headline news. Oh, right. Well, yeah, that's huge news. Mm-hmm. Uh, got this across to Germany. We've obviously got a few German listeners. Probably only one German listener, but we've. Um, well, we, obviously, we, are, we do offer this podcast in a number of different languages. Um, well, German, yeah. This, you obviously listen to the English version now, but if you do, if you do search, there's a. Uh, a Deutsch version available and then we do one uh, on Francais yeah and if you can't find yeah. it in Espanol uh, maybe maybe send a message to us on Twitter and we'll um, we'll send it we'll send, send, link the, to send the link to the uh, foreign broadcast yeah that we do yeah we can do a uh, number of different languages yeah we German do. French yeah Welsh uh, Welsh yeah um, South Arab- African yeah South African yeah, yeah. Um, South African <laughs> South African <laughs> South African listeners <laughs> But yeah, in, in Germany, there's, um, well, it's more the headline that there was a headless body triggers massive operation by German federal police. It's just how, maybe the G- Germany is, they're so efficient, those guys, aren't they? And they're just, you know, it was, it was well, one if, body if, found. Even the murderers are efficient because they, well, no, it's more the, the, whole more the operation. Like they've, so they found this, what looked like to be a headless body. Um, it wasn't, it was just a, like a dummy. I was going to say, that doesn't look like a headless body. No, it's very square. It looks like... The top's very square. It's like, you ever do that thing when you're in, like, you're in, you're in bed and you, you arrange all the pillows in the, in the duvet to make it look like there's a body, like there's someone in the bed. Yeah. You know, it looks like that. It's 
that kind of pathetic. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, so it's really pathetic. It's uh, it was just. But the police have fell for it up there. Yeah, the well, investigation well, not, well, not just for the police. It said a police-wide federal cordon was set up around the area. And 20 firefighter units <laughs> well, attended the scene. 20 firefighter units. Yeah, so they got, what were they doing? Like, what they had fire fire twen- even doing there? What? 20 fire trucks to, I don't, yeah. It's not even under their job, is it? It's not well, under their remit. They had to attend the scene to retrieve the body with counter terror units, gang crime, and murder squads on standby, only to find out that it was high tech, ultra, um, lifelike bo- uh, dummy. It's not. I could tell you that. Let's have a look at that picture. That's not a body. Yeah, I know. You can tell they're, that. They're from... trained people. Yeah. Did any of them go, not sure? Well, the, a police spokesman said it really looked like a dead body. No, so that's why they had to go. Sure, they could have just got one firefighter unit in and then maybe, you know, got a few of them on call. But they actually brought in brought the whole 20 firefighter units. I can't, in Brisbane, there's only one firefighter. Well, obviously in Brisbane, there's one. So they'd have to ship them in from. Oh, all hands on deck, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Where was this? Where about Stutt- in Germany? Stuttgart, near Stuttgart. All right. Yeah. Ramstall, near Stuttgart. Good band they are, aren't they? Is that Ramstein or something? <laughs> Ramstein, isn't it? Ramstein. Um, yeah, but then uh, um, and now authorities obviously it's a, still a big operation. Still, you know, they're still not going with it, even when it was a you know a bit of a hoax to make. Maybe just put the you know could have put the pens down and just stopped it. So stop paying. You know, wasting taxpayers' money on, on uh, even more, but now the authorities are now trying to track down the owners and manufacturers to discover whether this was an abandoned movie prop or a sick prank. So they've probably got... Well, the Germans The Germans are not known for having a great sense of humour, are they? So I can't imagine the police and the federal agencies would have taken this well. They won't have taken no. this in good humour. They're going to be pissed off and they're going to want to find justice to whoever did this prank. Yeah. Oh, well, so obviously widespread. They've got everything, every man of these dog on it. Um mm. And yeah, it's just just huge. All right, so I've got one here. Um, there's been a revelation this week. The uh, the computer games industry, or the computer game players, whatever you call them, video gamers. Gamers. Yeah, they're, they're, it's in crisis after a famed Donkey Kong champion has had his record stripped following allegations of cheating. Um, video gaming adjudicator Twin Galaxies. As this week announced, as this week announced its decision to relieve legendary arcade gamer Billy Mitchell of his Donkey Kong records after his investigation found the infam- his inf- infamously high scores on the arcade game were not produced on an original unmodified machine. So he had his own machine. So he had his own machine with its with a different circuit board into the originals. So there's there's some foul oh. play there. So he could have uh, tinkered with the circuit board to affect the gameplay mm. and the speed of it and uh, and how it reacts. Um, so this guy, I mean, this guy's like a legend. We're talking, you know, in the computer game world, we're talking, you know, he's the David Beckham, he's the, you know, he's the man. Lionel Messi. He's, yeah, he's there, he's a Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's that kind of level. You know, you LeBron James. And he was quite whatever. old. Well, this was 2007 he got his record. He only did his peak, because you peak, obviously, don't you? All right. 11 years on, he's still... He's, he had a film about him and everything. So he goes to all those conferences and stuff. Oh, and yeah, he's, just, he's just... been dining out on it, yeah. And uh, Twin Galaxies have also informed the Guinness World Records of its decision, and they're now going to pull him from their records. But he's, it's all in tatters. Um, Who was number two then? Who's, who's now the champion? Uh, it, it doesn't dwell on that. All right. It's just more the fact that I guess it's all for grabs again now. Um, he's come out of the fact that he's, he's denying this, and he says we will eventually show that everything has been done and everything was done professionally according to the rules. And according to the scoreboard, everything will be transparent. Everything will be available. I wish that I wish I had it in my hands right now. I wish I could hand it to you, 
but it's taken considerable amount of time, witnesses, documents, everything. Everything will be made available to you. Nothing will be withheld. So that's his impassioned defence. But I don't know why he's just not... Surely it's pretty easy to say... Just get on the game. And there you go, there's a silky board. That's what he does. Like. Yeah. So he's. Uh, I think he's been... Cool out. He looks like a bit of a weirdo. He's in his face. What does he do in a full-time job? Or that was his... That was it. He's dining out on that. Since oh, 2007, right. since he got that record... He's been professional, just going around, yeah, like you say, going around to these events and things. God, exhibition. He's, he's a, a massive celebrity in the gaming world. Oh, right. Or in the old school gaming world, is it? It's like when Tiger Woods came out and he, um, he'd slept with all those women, isn't it? It's just a... Not really that similar to Tiger Woods, is it? A little bit. This is more Lance Armstrong, isn't it? Like you say, just cheating. Yeah. Out cheating. Well, but he's still not the person you thought he was. Like, you thought he'd put all that... Yeah, but Tiger Woods was not been hundreds of models around the country looking at this guy he's a computer game look at him I yeah. don't think he was quite getting the uh, all the benefits that Tiger Woods would get in no but yeah Lance Armstrong I suppose that would be a better he's just been living a, living a lie hasn't he you know, he knows it was a lie but he's just been dining out he's made it. his money though hasn't he I suppose yes, yeah what's he going to have people going around his house and you know those gamers they're not they're keyboard warriors aren't they so he just needs to stay off the PC they're yeah. not going to confront him are they no no Oh, that's really sad news. Well, uh, yeah. well, talking about, oh, I suppose you've got Donkey Kong there, haven't you? Which is an ape. Um, I've got this uh, stork story. Um, what story? Uh, stork. Is in the bird. Yeah, in the bird. Yeah. Right. Male stork that flies fourteen thousand kilometres every year to be with the love of his life. That's nice. Yeah. Well. So yeah, he's apparently really faithful. The um, love of his life is uh, disabled. But um, so she can't go, but he. So she actually stays with. There's a guy over there. This is in Croatia. There's a guy who has built a little. Um, so in the, in the winter, he he's got a this this old fella's built a storage build. He's got a storage building, and um, he he calls it an improvised Africa with a nest, heating, and aquarium. So she stays there. Okay, so she basically got a carer then. She like stays in a care room. Yeah, and he. Uh, this 71 well the, yeah the 71 old uh, widower he's really adopted her but then this guy yeah this other bird who's obviously been in the story it's um, the guy has been seen as a bit of a hero keep coming back to uh, really just have to have sex with his disabled uh, his disabled partner they've had 62 pairs um, 62 62 children yeah they've had 62 babies yeah oh my god yeah, little ones, yeah. So he's, they're in the longest since... Do they all live at home? Or they all flew the nest now? Well, no, so they go with him. <laughs> so he takes the children with him? Yeah, so every year... Right, so he comes back, he gets the... Like, he, the he knocks her up. Right, and then comes back once it's bought and, and then takes it off to Africa with him. No, no, well, he... he um, well, I don't know, yeah, he must... Yeah, then he, he must come back. So he must knock her up, go, and then come back, yeah, and, um, and then take him with him to Africa. And he has a... Great time in South Africa in the summer, you know, with her with her mates, and uh, and then does it every year. She stays at home. She's a stay-at-home wife. So he's getting this is a bit strange this story. So he's getting the plaudits on this story and saying how brilliant he is because he goes back to her every year. But yeah, equally when you look to the other side, he also leaves her every year. Yeah, he leaves her every year. Yeah, <laughs> to go and hang around with his mates. In yeah, in South, South Africa. Jolly in South Africa. Every year, yeah, and he's. Um, Anyway, obviously I have to explain to her every year, but she can't do anything anyway. She's sort of, she's not like she can run after him or anything. She's she just sort of stood there. And then the guy, the seventy-one-year-old widower, who's made this artificial uh, Africa for her to stay in, um, she takes the 
they're the disabled bird it takes a fish in um, and watch it they watch TV together this is a bit weird isn't it yeah, so she's kind of this is a weird threesome relationship <laughs> isn't it so she's kind of in a relationship with him yeah so he's like a, so he's like his girl or his, his wife um, during the off season and then <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who's the weirdest one in this relationship all three of them have got things to answer for well, I don't know. The guy, I think the guy Bird, um, well, he's doing all right, isn't he? Well, he shoots off to Africa. But <laughs> equally, just... equally, she, his wife's like just pretending she's disabled so that she can shack up with uh, Bernie Eccleston there for the <laughs> for six months for the winter. Yeah, and she gets yeah. So he's on the couch watching TV when so when the fella comes back from South Africa, he'll be like. Oh, so how's it been? And she's going, oh, it's been so tough just here in this barn. Yeah. Because in reality, she's been inside watching, <laughs> watching the bloody Premier League on Sky Sports for Burnley. Oh, yeah. He said, because, uh, again, like, everyone seems to be making out their heroes in this. One that the male bird said, oh, you know, he's obviously a champion because he comes back. And then, he, you know, it, it seems like the 70-year-old man, he does all the work. And then the guy just, the, the bird just comes back Um Obviously, shacks up with her, and then uh, and then he's I don't know smokes a smokes a spliff or something, and then shoots off again. But um, I suppose it's a long way to go, isn't it? For some uh, get one away, but he's, yeah, he's obviously doing do, it. Yeah, um, yeah that's the point. Yeah, he can't be getting much in South Africa. He has to come back over here <laughs> to sleep with a disabled bird as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know you've heard some desperate stories <laughs> in the time. Yeah, I'm no stork connoisseur, but she's not the most attractive stork I've ever seen. I suppose he's not telling that his mates are they when he's over there. Oh, yeah. well, what, where are you going? Oh, where are you going again? Yeah. Like Albert. Oh, you know, back back <laughs> home again. See the wife. Yeah, I got this beauty. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, why don't you come with you? Oh, well. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> don't really want to, you know. She's crap for style. Yeah, for style. She doesn't like the weather. She likes the cold weather. <laughs> but then, so he's now come out the the old guy and said, "Oh, if I had left her in the pond." Foxes would have eaten her, but I changed her fate. So now I'm responsible for her life. So, I don't know. So he's obviously the third wheel, but he's looking after her. And yeah, so he, she goes, yeah, the the, the guy, the, the guy bird travels 9,000 miles every year. Oh, it must be fit, mustn't it? Yeah. It's got, yeah, there's 1,500 pairs of white storks in, in Croatia. So he could have always come back and, you know, go to the next village across and find a... I don't know. Maybe he's not actually going to South Africa. Then. Maybe he's just going to the next village across. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. What's actually happening here? Because well, she's not. Because she never leaves that farm, does she? So. Yeah. He might just be around the corner. Well, he might have a family in South Africa. Might be like that episode of Men of Falls and Horses when he found out that uh, when it's that town and everyone looked like Uncle Albert. <laughs> <laughs> they might all look like uh, that fella stalk. Well, he's definitely a stallion, isn't he? Sixty-two. He's. Um... Yeah, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, but. Yeah, well, that's that, that story about that one. And then we've got a little story here where it's not another animal that's, uh, or creature that obviously the bird has gone from um, 9,000 miles. Um, whereas this cat travelled 12 miles, which is not as far, obviously. It's not bad for a cat, though, is Yeah, it it's not bad for a cat. He, um, he was taken from his home. Um, he's really, it, it's a quite a brief story this way. It doesn't really go into much detail, but. Because I tried to work out, you know, why would the cat travel the 12 miles? Obviously, it wants to see its... Because it, it, it wanted to find its family, so... It, so it's taken away from his home. Yeah, I don't know he, who by, he, though. But then he walked 12 miles back to his... To his family. home, yeah. And then... But they just 
they didn't want him, so they wanted him to be put down. After he'd gone all that way to find him again, he was so loyal. Because oh, I, I live with a cat, and the cat I live with wouldn't have done that. He's just... Oh, so they probably wanted to get rid of him then. They shipped him off with someone. Yeah. And, then, and then, he's there thinking, oh, it's an accident. I've, yeah. I've accidentally got in the back of this van. Yeah. Like, in, this, in, this, <laughs> in this sack, for some reason, with a weight tied on it. Yeah, and now he's... So he's escaped all that, gone back thinking he's going to get a hero's welcome. And he's, he's pretty much... Um, and they don't want him. They don't That's want really him. That's really sad. So it's one of these stories you find where... Yeah, it's got, not really funny, it's just sad. Well, they've got lots of pictures of him. Look, look at him there. Oh, he's and, a cute uh, kid, isn't he? Yeah, and he... Um, well, luckily though, there is a was a nice nice happy, ending to it because yeah, someone. Well, even though you feel like it's a nice ending because someone they, they had to take it. This obviously got into the media and uh, a, a, an animal shelter heard about it and they took him in because um, they obviously didn't want him to die. And uh, so now he's with this new owner. And he, he, if you see the photo of him, he doesn't he doesn't actually look that happy. He looks a bit confused. He's just like, well, where we're gonna, how far are we gonna travel this time? Um, Probably doesn't trust humans anymore, does he? No, he's just shipped around. But he, yeah, I don't know. He's she looks happy that he's got two brothers now. Yeah, he's got two brothers. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, so he's happy ending. Isn't it? Michelle, New Hampshire. Um, but yeah, poor fella. But at least he's yeah, he's happy ending. But anyway, well that's uh, good. That's, that's the cat news. Right, I think I'm done. Are you anything to finish us off? All right, well, I've just got this final article I found here tonight. Um, rude post offering free penis enlargement to a specific group of men torn down. It was a poster offering free penis enlargements to four wife all drivers in Birmingham. What, what sort of car do you drive, not? I drive a four by four, but it's not in Birmingham, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it just says there, and then you can call this number. You could be entitled to free penis enlargement th- therapy on the NHS. Call well done. That's what industries. That is good. Yeah. So uh, don't know what they're trying to say there about um, four by four drivers, but that's just a jealousy thing, isn't it? Someone's obviously just a bit jealous. Yeah. Well, some of today, however, large parts of the post have been ripped down. So some four by four drivers have um, pissed off. Obviously not happy about it. But that's it, not. Um, and that was the last. Uh, so just uh, I'll look after that one first passes that post. <laughs> it's an international number. Yeah, I'll look after that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I think that's us done. Um, thanks again for listening. Please remember to uh, comment or leave us some feedback on the uh, wherever you downloaded this from or on um, our Twitter page at Fishy just, Podcast. Or maybe just email or text us because I think all the listeners actually know us personally. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my own. <laughs> Don't shatter the illusion. Yeah. And new listeners all the time. Oh yeah. Um, if you, if they got this far, yeah. Hopefully they got to <laughs> right to the end. Unlikely. I think if anyone listens to episode one, it's unlikely they're still listening. Yeah, but you never know. I think even family and friends, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, fell away by now. <laughs> I think it's a, it's, it's a very lonely place, all of a sudden. Um, anyway, but yeah, thank you. Um, we'll see you again same time next week. Cheers. <laughs>